welcome to Hello Ugly, the Dragula recap show for Season 3, Episode 10, titled Grand Finale. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one snotty co-host. From the bloody nose, please say, hello, uglies, to Lowry Roggenkamp. Hello, Lowry. Stop! Oh my god, Lori, what a way to close out the season, the stellar season of Dracula season three, but with almost almost with a heavy heart. The I final know. the final shut up of the season. Yeah, I'm how so do you feel about this? Yeah. What? How- <laughs> How are you feeling about the final? Oh, I thought I thought you said I have something to say about this. Oh no, I'm sad. Really, I mean, I will say this: we're going to get into it. Overall, Mm -hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the last two episodes. Yeah, sure. But that's not saying that I didn't think they were good. I just felt like they were kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Um, which is funny because that's literally what almost every review of your bloody uh, podcast says. (laughs) <laughs> shut up <laughs> um so i uh but i will say this like the show has been like so good yeah and yeah. i feel like i'm like oh man i'm gonna miss like i honestly would like still watch it if it, if they mm-hmm. were like all right now we're gonna do now we're gonna do uh episodes but in reverse mm-hmm. <laughs> just released all the episodes but played them backwards yeah like i would watch that mm-hmm. um i don't know i just feel like actually that would be perfect for me because then i could see the spoilers first and then <laughs> watch the rest of the show so by, by the way everyone should know for those of you listening in the future this is gonna make no sense to you but uh we had to skip a week you know we we, we published an interview with um uh hollow eve and then we had to skip a week because um the fire gave us a lot to think about (laughs) she did she sure did no we had these fires in california and on the time that we taped where we usually tape this episode my internet was completely down because it'd been been the the optic the fiber optic cable had been burned in a fire so it took took (laughs) them don't make up words (laughs) (laughs) it's It took him over 24 hours to fix it. And so, um, and then after that point, I had other shows I had to do. We couldn't fit in. Lori and I couldn't fit. And then my boyfriend came to town for the weekend. And then this is, actually, I just dropped him off at the airport. And now this is the first chance I had. I came back to record Hello Uglies. You know, and also here's the deal. Look, I I haven't checked yet, but it gives OG Hello Uglies. I'm going to look right now. It gives OG Hello Uglies a chance to sort of like, we've been beating them to the punch Every uh, episode, this um, I put it OG Hello Uglies in the podcast search. Um, we've been beating them to the punch every episode of the season. We wanted to see what it feels like to have a show on time. No, wait! They still don't have an episode out for the finale. Lori, how are we still beating them to the finale? We skipped. In other words, it's been a week since the finale came out. All right, well, let's take another break. Let's. <laughs> we'll be back next week, guys. Yeah, like 
I mean, Joe, they're, they have jobs. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. They work. They have, they can't, there's no way that they could possibly have mm-hmm. do the, with the schedule like theirs. Yeah. You know, they perform. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know what that's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. having a per- performing every week, sometimes multiple times a week, and then also having a personal life and working full time. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just sit back and on my, silver spoon that i shoved up my butt um <laughs> and uh you know i By just kind of do my own thing speaking of today i get this panic text message i'm with actually i'm driving aiden to the airport and i get this panic text message a- aiden was so excited because he wanted to meet Lori this weekend we're gonna get into that story in a second but i get this panic text message from Lori, and she goes all of the hello ugly episodes are off amazon right? i'm all like i'm gonna look at this weirdo I tell Aiden, I go, these are the messages I get from this weirdo. Look at this. I, I, she didn't see the news that Netflix has acquired Hello Uglies. I and did not see the news, yes. and I am so excited. I hope that this means a lot of, like, I feel like Netflix is actually, like, a company that, like, how it doesn't just house. Because you were saying that Amazon just houses the, the shows, right? Like, you could just put a show up on Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is a, is a little different. I, I'm assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know I, what their deal with Netflix is. Yeah. But I, I, I'm excited. I hope it's something. I hope it. I, I feel like I think the show is going to be big, really big yeah. in like maybe like two years. Yeah. So I'm excited. I am big. It's the pictures that got small. Where's that from, Lori? Uh, Young Frankenstein. No. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, um, is it the Sunset? What's that movie? This um, Sunset Boulevard. How did you know that? Because Sunset Boulevard. No one wrote that in the chat room. What? No one wrote that in the chat room. How did you know that? It is Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed it was a crazy actress, (laughs) and then I tried to think of what movie I possibly knew that that was about a crazy actress. Uh, yeah, so Lori didn't know it was on Netflix, and now we're all excited. Well, hopefully what maybe happens, if because Amazon, there was a mistaken belief that Amazon was producing the show, that it was an Amazon yeah. show. It wasn't. You notice Amazon's name wasn't anywhere in the titles. But if Netflix is, perhaps they'll throw even more money, and maybe That's we can get, so exciting. Maybe we can get two seasons a year. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I would love, and I feel like every single time they... I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just with um, Vander Von Odd, but I feel like they kind of add in the queens, the winning queens into the production. So I feel like Landon is going to offer a lot of really good insight because mm-hmm. she just, uh, he's just very good at telling a story. Mm-hmm. And so I hope they use his talents. So uh-huh. now, by the way, my boyfriend Aiden was in town this week and Lori, I oh had, really? You haven't mentioned it. I had an amazing. I am still on cloud nine. Okay, it was an amazing weekend. Like, here's the thing, though. And only Lori I'm will get so this. I'm so excited. I, he flew out of Ontario. Right? Okay. And have you been to Ontario Airport? I have. Yes. And have you been to Ontario? I have. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like a hick. What do you call? What would? How would you describe it? Um, it's like if, um, methed out hipsters moved to a town to start growing crops. 
Yeah, so we're at the airport, and I drop him off, and he planted a fucking huge kiss on me right there at the airport. And this is one time where I was like, who is looking? Because I might get my ass kicked. Later oh, because it's Ontario? Yeah. Eh, nobody's paying attention. I feel like it's all full of Mexicans who wear, like, shorts and t-shirts into the beach, into the water. Uh, uh Oh, maybe it's changed. Yeah, I don't know. So I was just like, "Oh God!" Okay, he planted one. he planted two on me actually, right well, there so at the airport. Well, so is that were that all the kisses that were shared over the weekend? Hmm? No, it wasn't all the kisses that were shared over the weekend. <gasps> no. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, uh, uh, there was one more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I know yeah. that you were semi nervous. You know, as anybody would be. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I'm glad that it went well. Now, by the way, I want everyone to know that Lori and I were supposed to meet up for dinner yesterday. Yes. And at a certain point, Lori texted us and said, like, can we push it back to 7? It was supposed to be like 5.30 or 6. And we're like, yeah, sure. We can, we'll squeeze in this ride that ride. And then we're getting really hungry. So around close to 7, I'm like, I texted Lori. I called and nothing, right? So I tell I tell Aiden to go, we're just going to go fucking eat. If she joins us, she joins us. If not, not. So now we walk over to downtown Disney. We put a, our name in of Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Okay. And we're sitting there waiting. They're about to call our number, right? They're about to call our name. And oh, before we do, Lori, Aiden and I are just sitting there sh- shooting the shit. And Aiden goes, Do you think Lori's going to come? Do you think, like, how far away does she live? Blah, blah, blah. I go, Listen, Aiden, I know this, Lori. She's going to call at some point tonight. And be like, oh, hey, guys, I took a nap after I came back from San Diego, and then I just woke up. Do you still want to meet up? And we're going to be like, no, don't. She's like, okay, sorry. Sure enough, like clockwork, this Lowry rocking camp calls. And I go, hi, Lori. I go, can I put you on speakerphone? And she goes, yes, yeah, I wanted, and whatever excuse she gave, I wanted Aiden to hear it. Now, Laurie, why don't you tell us what the excuse was? <laughs> So, uh, Star and I came back from, my girlfriend and I came back from San Diego, and they were having, like, a Dio de los Muertos festival there, celebration there. And we were supposed to go to the... Did they put a sign on you that said, coming soon? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so, uh, we we, were supposed to go, we tried to go on Saturday, but it was just jam-packed and it took us like 90 minutes to get out of old town which is where the the celebration was Mm -hmm. and so we we uh were leaving on sunday and we're we were leaving around 11 and we were gonna go get something to eat and then drive up drive home and then i had to record a podcast yeah um for a bloody podcast so i was like Oh, well, first I had a training appointment and then I had to record a podcast Mm -hmm. and then I was going to have dinner with you guys. And so star goes, well, can we just see if, um, Oh, if it's, if it's, you know, available and then we can just kind of walk around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. So we get there and parking's good for, you know, it's easy to find parking. So we walk around and then, and then she wants to do like, we find a booth and there's this booth where you do like a free, um, you put something on an ofrenda and you like um, make a you decorate a picture and you um, wait, what's that noise? What was that noise? Was that your Alexa? St- stupid Apple watch. Um, 
So you uh, you put something on an ofrenda and you make a thing and then you um, you get your face painted and she wanted to do that. So I was like, okay, we can do that. And then there was this tin print thing and so she wanted to do that. So then we went and did the tin print. Well, no, to be fair, she's going to listen to this. I'm putting a lot of the blame on her and I just realized she's going to be listening to this. Yeah. I wanted to do the tin print. Sure. Um, and so she um so anyway so we go and then we we go try and find something to eat but it's super busy and then we're walking around and then we i just lose track of time Mm -hmm. so we don't actually leave till about three o'clock so Mm -hmm. i get home uh around five and i have to record a podcast so then we record the podcast Mm -hmm. uh or i'm waiting to record the podcast and um it's just taking forever for maria to you know get ready Mm -hmm. so then by the time i finish i call you and i said okay i'm finally done if you need you know are you guys ready and you were like and i was so tired and you were like no it's fine we're 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 sitting down to dinner and i was like okay bye (laughs) just (laughs) i was so i felt so bad because i did want to meet aiden i did i really did but i'm also a terrible person (laughs) No, no, I just we, wanted we, to I, go no, to bed. I told him after we got home, you notice how fast he was like, are you sure? Okay, thanks, bye. And I was yeah. like, well, you know what's so funny? You, no, you know what? Hold on. Let me explain everything to people listening who uh, aren't listening live. Let's be honest. Okay, we've all watched the finale. There's not much to say about the finale. And Lori made the point, we have to do the reunion too. Even with the reunion and finale combined, Lori made this point, there's still not a lot to say. So no. we're gonna get to it. Don't just trust and believe. But since this is the last time with Joe and Lori, maybe there might be an announcement in a second uh, for a while. Uh, just relish it, okay? Calm down. Anyway, um, is you know we Aiden, uh, Aiden and I were at Disneyland like from the morning, and then we're we're getting close to midnight. We've been there over twelve hours at this point, right? Uh huh. And he hadn't gone in Haunted Mansion, and we're in Lion Haunted Mansion, but by this point, we're just fucking dead. We're dead, right? We're tired. And we're standing there in line, and we're just kind of quiet. And then he asked me some question about RuPaul's Drag Race, and in, on do I think Angina's going to do well on All-Stars 5 or something, right? And, and I go, what? And he goes, Is on, what, what, do you think, what do you think about Angina? And I go... I don't want to talk about work. And his face fell, like literally like fell where I felt horrible. And then he just kind of stopped talking and he was, well, he first he goes like, I just was just trying to make conversation because it was quiet. And then I felt like such the biggest piece of shit on the planet. And I apologize. Oh, so you had a moment of clarity? (laughs) We talked about it. We both talked about how tired we were. I was so tired. My aunt called me mm-hmm. to see if I wanted anything to eat after I left. I, so we met at my, we drove to my mom's house in Yorba Linda. Mm-hmm. I met my, I met Star there and she left her car there. And then we drove down mm-hmm. to San Diego. So I had to drop her off there. So I was leaving my parents' house mm-hmm. and my aunt calls me and I literally answered the phone. What? <laughs> I didn't even mean to. I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, we're, we're ni- people should know you don't want to meet us. We're nightmares. We're absolutely nightmares. Now, by the way, Alari, before we get into anything, we got a re- we got a voicemail. Uh, 
Okay. Really? And we Yes. We've been sitting on this voicemail. Is it a new voicemail? It's a brand new voicemail. Okay. So it's not going to reference any of the other I don't other know. I don't know. I haven't listened to the voicemail yet. I just know oh, it's okay. a brand so it's new So it's not voicemail. a brand new voicemail. Here we go. You ready? This is from, uh, I don't know what, you, you know, people, everyone should know. I don't want to say her name because, or I don't even know. You know what? I can't even do genders. I don't want to say this person's name because it doesn't, the names don't always match with what the name they say in the voicemail. So I'm going to, we'll let this person introduce him or herself. Here we go. Okay. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. If you had to guess, what do you think this voicemail is about? Um, you know, well, okay. I have two guesses. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first guess is, I think it's, it's going to be, um, a young boy sure. who is struggling with his sexuality. Yeah. And realize by listening to this podcast that he mm-hmm. is gay and mm-hmm. that he wants to get into drag. Yeah. And he's going to say, hey, you know, I talked to my parents. Okay. I uh, The boy is 11. Mm-hmm. And I talked <laughs> to my parents and I they're going to let me mm-hmm. do drag at 11 years old. And do you believe how crazy that is yeah. that an 11 year old is going to start doing drag? Mm-hmm. And I have a show. And it's in Orange County, and I would like you to go to it. And I'm going to, you know, politely decline. And uh, um, the, and it's just going to be very heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Or the second one is going to be how the opening to the intro of the first episode is an homage to Halloween. So that's is it? those are the two. Wait, is it? I don't know. I feel like maybe those are the two. All right, here we go. Hey, y'all. My name's Danny. Uh they them their pronouns oh I'm, you see Lori. how did i even know thank you danny thank you yeah see i didn't even know what the pronouns here we go really wanted to say hi uh joe i have been a huge fan since i started listening in season eight uh i absolutely love this podcast it keeps me going and i love that it's just a it's like a you and Lori show i don't think anyone else could do this show other than you two um i'd like to see him yeah, try i really just wanted to say hey and that i really enjoy everything that you guys are doing and i hope to see you thrive and i also hope to see landon win all right bye well one of your thank dreams you, came danny. true yeah thank you danny uh, also yeah. i feel like people should start doing that now and yeah. i think i'm going to start doing that yes when people say their name and then they say the pronouns that they want i think mm-hmm. that's such an easier way to do it mm-hmm um, I feel I love that they mentioned with real emphasis that they started becoming a fan of yours at season eight. Yeah. Like real pause there. Season eight. Oh, what do you think that means? I just think that they don't like uh, anybody who maybe was uh, a host, of, co-host of yours oh, previously. Yeah. Uh, so Lori, look like your predictions were wrong. So you well, owe me, you owe me twenty dollars. I'll put that right down in the. So you're not I, gonna play the know. one of the eleven year old drag queen because that one I listened to. Do we really? I don't have that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wait, no. Sorry, that's my imagination. <laughs> okay, now, but actually, Danny brings up a good point, guys. This is the she brought up no points by the way, but I'm gonna use it as a transition. But by the way, first of all, Danny, thank you so, first off, so much. They, that is so nice. Well, I wasn't using a pronoun. You said she. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to tell them I'm sorry. Okay? Uh-huh. And I will try harder. 
Uh, anyway, uh, I want to uh, thank you, but also um, that is amazing. Land Insider did win, so we know that. And then also, uh, I don't know if we'll thrive or not. I want to thrive, but we'll see. Um, but here's a deal, guys. Two things I want to say. I'd be happy to middle live. <laughs> Which is middling, but yeah. middle thriving. Yeah. Honestly, I'd be happy just to go on a ride at Disneyland and not worry about whether the seatbelt will fit. My. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Although I do, I don't like roller coasters, so I will say that is one thing that I like about being a fat person is to be mm. like, oh, I don't fit. Oh, sorry, guys. I guess I'm going to have to stay out of this. Uh, mm, I, I guess I won't coasters. be able to get super nauseous. Oh, I, I hate love, this. Love roller coasters. Anyway, um, okay, so a couple of things. One is, look, I know I'm always on here pushing this Patreon. By the way, if you love me and Lori, you can always get more on Patreon, but that's not why I'm here. Right, patreon.com slash afterthought media. The reason I'm bringing this up is like, let's say you're like, look, I'm not going to give this schlub a, any of my money. I don't want to give him any of my dollars, none of my coin. Right? In fact, I want to take money yeah. away from him. I want to see yeah. him dying in the streets. Yeah. What? Well, Am I, don't I doing like this. it too far? Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. I want to see him die in the streets. That's a good one, Lori. Put that in your act. But what? <laughs> but. but you want to thank us. You want to show your appreciation. You want to give us a tip. This is not money related. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Go to Apple Podcasts. I don't think any of the other podcast places let you do reviews. If they do, go ahead and do this whatever one you listen to. But go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm not asking for money. And this is the one time I'm doing a push. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love us. I want to see it. By the way, if you want to give less than five stars, don't do it. But um, uh, and also say if you want us to say something. Okay. If you want us to say like leave a five star review and then also leave a message and I'll say it. I'll go on there because I know Joe won't read the reviews. So yeah, I'll go on there and I'll only pick the good ones and I'll say I'll say whatever you want me to say. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So that, that if you want, because I think you and I did a great season, Lori. If you want to thank me and Lori. Thank you. Yeah, if you want to thank me and Lori for this great season, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, say nice things. Believe it or not, I know all podcasts say this, it really does help the show, especially a show like this. Like, here's the deal. This American life doesn't need any more reviews, okay? They're fine. Yeah. But a show yeah. like this, this uh, the, your review, believe it or not, really, really, really does help the show, okay? So please do that. So anyway, uh, there's that. Now, here's the other big announcement, guys. Because you might be thinking, oh, I'm going to miss Joe and Lori. Like, how do I get my fix of Joe and Lori? Like, this is Because in theory, we don't know about any new seasons coming out. This season happened two years after season two. Okay? It was season two, then two years, and then season three. Okay? Yeah. Because you're like, look, my life isn't great, but their mm-hmm. life is a bottomless pit of misery yeah. that I use to make myself feel better. And so, you know, yeah. how am I going to hear them stutter Yeah, what and we, Lori yeah. cough herself to death? Yeah, what are we going to do? I have big news. You know, I have another podcast called RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. What? Yep. RuPaul's Drag Race that. Recap. And... um. All-Stars 5, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5 is starting at some point, I don't know when, December, January, who knows, right? I have a big announcement. 
I'm going to reca- be recapping All Stars 5 with L.A. Improv and Sketch Legend. Brian O'Connell? Laurie Roggenkamp. Oh, okay. Laurie Roggenkamp, Joe Batance, together again in just a matter of a few weeks, recapping All Stars Season 5. And I've been telling anyone who will listen, Laurie, uh-huh. how excited I am to recap All Stars 5 with you. Who's Who's been listening? No, I don't know if they listen or not, but anyone who's Ugh. kind of willing to like stay quiet while I talk. Just, I just imagine you running yeah. through Disneyland going, I'm doing, I'm recording All Stars 5 with my run <laughs> I'm recording all, the pass along. I'm yeah. recording a, no, I'm laying glass. I'm recording All Stars. <laughs> it's going to be a great season of me saying, all right, Laurie, let's, rec- let's record Thursday at 8. And she goes, okay. And then on Thursday telling me, I scheduled a training appointment for Thursday at 8. <laughs> No, no, it's going to, okay, first off, I tell you when I have training appointments, it's going to be, let's do Thursday at 8, okay, great, and then five minutes later, wait, no, never mind, can't do it, can we do 8.30, and then you're like, yes, and I'm like, great, see you at 8.30, and then I'll text you at 8.25 going, can we do 8.45, that's how <laughs> And then, and then here's the, and then here's the other thing too is it's like she does sign on eight forty five, and then I'm like, Laura, are you there? And she's like, oh, I'm eating a burrito. Yeah. I'm like, Hold oh. on, I'm finishing my. I, I just ordered Chipotle. It just arrived. Let's start the show, and I'll start eating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're- I love how I'm announcing my faults. Yet I will do all these things. <laughs> Not going to change anything. Anyway, uh, okay, Laurie, let's talk about uh, Dragula episode 10 from season 3. It's the finale. Well, first of all, let's talk about, you know, before, let's talk about episode 9, actually. Um, okay. On episode 9, uh, we had the reunion. We had the, was there anything you wanted to say from the reunion? I, to be honest with you, I shouldn't say underwhelmed. There's no way they could have predicted what would happen. But uh, there wasn't any new information. No. I mean, pretty much they were just rehashing. The commercials are about to begin. The commercials are about to begin. I was literally going to go into a thing that I hadn't prepared. The commercials are about to begin. Seriously, shut up. The commercials are about to begin. You shut up, you fat fuck. Okay, we are back. Sorry about that, Lori. Uh, we had to take that break there. But uh, what were you saying? I was just informed that the announcer is actually not fat. He's actually pretty swole. He's re- entering a bodybuilding competition. So I apologize. Okay. I apologize to the announcer. Uh-huh. You're still a fuck, okay. but you're not a fat fuck. Uh, yeah. By I... the way, I prefer my pronouns pig pog. <laughs> My yeah. Those are my pronouns. <laughs> I I prefer pronoun. My first pronoun is, <laughs> and my second pronoun is. <laughs> That's how I prefer to be addressed. Okay. All right. Very good. Um. No, I I yeah I agree. I don't 
think anything new. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I think they tried to double down on what was already done. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't feel like any new stuff was brought up. And um, yeah, I felt like, I felt like Priscilla was trying to say witty things and it just wasn't coming off. Yeah. Great. And then, um, well, what's the other, St. St. Lucia? Is that her name? Yeah. She just, I just don't understand why she, she, she just, I just, I hate to say this, but she just doesn't seem like she has a personality. Mm -hmm. She just tried, she tried, it just seems like she's trying so hard. It's like she's a robot that came to life and then now is trying to mimic human emotions. So nobody shuts her down, you know, like (laughs) Uh (laughs) she's, she just has this like incredible fear to her that she's like, I I have to make sure that nobody finds out I'm not a robot. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I don't know I don't get it. But anyways, yeah, I thought the outfits look great. I will say I think that um, uh, I agree. I think that Landon's uh outfit for this was more was better than uh his outfit for Glamour mm-hmm. in the finale. Yeah, no, you're. I agree. That's a very good point. But um, but yeah, I you know. I just kind of, I wasn't like, other than the thing about you saying Landon, uh, um, uh, what's her, uh, Priscilla is asked, uh, Louisiana Purchase to be her godmother. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Priscilla asked Louisiana Purchase to be her drag mother. Drag mother. Sorry. Yeah. Drag mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's so, it's like Priscilla's already been doing drag and has ranked higher. Then the person she was competing against that she has to be her drag mother. That's like if. <laughs> but I will say this. I thought the same thing. But I will say this. Um, Madeline Hatter is mm-hmm. Dahlia and um, Elizabeth Black's. Uh, or Dahlia. And who was, the, who was the one from last season? Victoria Elizabeth. V- Victoria. Victoria's godmother. But is Victoria's mother, uh, drag mother and Dahlia's great drag mother or grandmother mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say anyways i don't feel like even though i think she's gorgeous i don't feel like she really is better than the two of them i feel like they're better than her and i think that's what's supposed to be i think it's more about like having some, uh, somebody who can kind of like show you the basics and the ropes you know it's like there are people when I was doing improv, there were people who were not very great at impo- improv, but were great teachers because they knew the mechanics and they knew what, you know, how mm-hmm. to teach it. Yeah. But they might not have been the best. Arma- um, this guy, I forgot his first name, but his last name was, uh, I think his name was Armando. Mm-hmm. And he actually, there was a form developed after him, but he was, he even said he was a terrible improviser, mm-hmm. but that he was a great teacher because he knew what not to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think some people who might not necessarily have the talent there can, can be great um, teachers. So, but I mean, that's why I'm going be, into teaching. Don't you think it'd be a, like, for instance, I have never taken an improv class, but I know you're an icon in the LA <sighs> improv and sketch scene. I am not. So if I asked you to be my, essentially my improv and sketch mother, that would make sense, even though I'm older than you in years. But I would be terrible at it. I am a terrible improv coach. Even though I'm older at you in years, than you in years, you have way more experience. You have more experience than most people in Los Angeles in improv and sketch. And you would be able to impart all of your knowledge, as, at least as much as you can, to me, right? 
there's two different parts though. There's knowing it and then also being able to to compartmentalize and and share that knowledge. And I feel like sometimes people who know it might not be able to share it in a, a way that is digestible to to new mm-hmm. to beginners. I don't feel like I'm that person. I don't feel like I can di- sh- to share this that kind of stuff with people. I tried mm-hmm. and I failed miserably. Yeah. Um so but I think there are people who are able to. Also, I don't know what goes into being a drag mother, but I feel like a lot of it is also just like emotional support. And I feel like Louisiana Purchase it seems like she would be a good pick to be um a emotional support person. So if if Priscilla needs somebody to like lean on, I feel like Louisiana Purchase is a a good choice. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Do you think it was in ter- more in terms of her recovery? I don't know what Louisiana's um, experienced with um, alcohol, but it's not even necessarily that, that Louisiana has have experience with a recovery. But maybe that Louisiana Purchase leaves leads a life that Priscilla aspires to. So it may not even be like a drag mother, as just much as a general life mother. Yeah. Because I will say that I could see someone like Priscilla, who's a hot mess in her personal life, looking into Louisiana. I will say Louisiana seemed like a very centered, positive influence, and that the other drag queens agreed with that assessment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She did seem very centered and, and positive until she had to staple things to her body. <laughs> but then she kind of lost it. No, yeah. I agree. I also think <laughs> I was just thinking about this. I also think maybe a little bit has to do with location, uh-huh. you know, because Madeline had her. Most of them seem like they're not necessarily in the same area as her. Madeline mm-hmm. Hatter seems like it would be the best choice as far as like recovery goes, because Madeline Hatter's dealt with recovery. Mm-hmm. But the, I mean, if she's doing the program and Priscilla's doing it, she should also have a sponsor. Yeah. So uh, a drag mother should not replace a sponsor. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say I agree. I look, I, maybe it's just also a numbers game. Maybe there's not a lot of people that she can choose from, you know, maybe it's, it's Louisiana purchase and the, you know, the 80 year old who runs the one drag bar in the town that she lives in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, I feel like, you know, she made the decision. I think overall it was the best decision for her and yeah. hopefully it works out. I will say this and we'll get to it, but the finale shows that she has a lot of potential and that I could see her doing a lot of really great things. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's act. Is there anything else you want to say about the reunion? I really have nothing else to say about the reunion. I thought the looks were great. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I thought the sure. Boulay brothers look great. I mm-hmm. thought all of the, I wish that they had done more of a runway um, to showcase the looks. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, I, there, I, I just felt like everybody was doubling down on stuff that they had already mentioned. Okay. So, all right. Very good. Uh, all right. Now, Laurie, uh, let's talk about the finale again. A lot of, uh, it was funny cause the finale was shorter than most episodes. It only clocked in at like 41 minutes, but yeah. even then, there was a lot of wasted time. To sort of show it to you is that if you watch the episode, there's a lot of just talking and talking and talking and looking back and looking back to the point where, like, the actual meat and potatoes of the finale, if you will, which is the, the floor show and then the crowning, they only make up about 10 minutes or less of the show. Less than 25% yeah. of the show is the actual stuff that we're there for. So a lot of it is just, let me see, I'm looking at my notes right here. Oh, what did you think of the cold open? Now, in the cold open, what we do is we see 
Drak and Swan, along with the two previous winners, Vander Von Odd and Bitch Pudding, they all come in. Drak Morna's carrying a crown, and she places it on some sort of altar as a sacrifice. Bitch carries a jar of something. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. Um, Vander Von Odd has a hand mirror. Swan Thula carries a scepter. Uh, and then Swan... This is a sort of funny moment. Uh, Drak appeals to some some higher power and says hear me and swan goes us you know <laughs> i thought that was funny yeah too. and then they call and you can tell like uh drag but that's when they're good is when they have a sense of humor about, about themselves and that happens so infrequently um i think they're getting a, a better sense of humor to be honest with you i think that yeah. that and i honestly feel like it's it's got to do with the production value because i feel like they're able to now be like we can goof around more maybe when they had a lower budget they felt like they had to be super serious yeah. just for but yeah um and then at the yeah, end they it... go allegard 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 which is dragula backwards so um there you go <laughs> any any big thoughts on the cold open Lori? humble pie says hello larry and joe she spells my name with an e so already i hate her uh-huh. this is humble pie from discord has anyone told you that the opening to the finale was a reference to the craft oh was it yeah probably i that mean i trust sense. humble pie yeah um i, I wish i this- wish somebody <laughs> would go to anchor.com slash uh hello uglies and uh leave a voicemail or go to hello uglies.com i wonder if we're gonna get a voicemail about that at hello uglies.com I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. But I I um I will say this. I liked the way that it looked. I just wish something had come of it. You mm-hmm. know, I wish like maybe a monster had come of it or or I mean like this would have been a fun thing to do at the end and then have Landon pop out, you know? Like I just I don't know. I just wish that something had uh I just felt like it kind of laid... It was like the rest of the episode where it kind of just laid flat. It wasn't really... It was interesting, but it wasn't really like, oh, oh, that's amazing, you know? Yeah. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, okay, so that was the cold open. And uh, let me... Okay, so now... Then there's a lot of talk. Oh, there, the big moment that comes out of the talking, though, is we find out the story that Landon Sider had tongue cancer. Well, by the way, let's talk about... Laurie, how comical and awkward was this transition from Priscilla going like... Oh, my God. So, we're in the boudoir. This is, they've come back supposedly after a week, right? Okay. Yeah. That's not even it, right? They they come back and they're already uh they've already talked about how they're so they're they're they all each want to win. Mm-hmm. They've already talked about how they they think that no everybody thinks that they're not going to win. Every, each of them does this. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like at some point somebody needs to be like people think I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh and so each of them does this. They all think they're going to win. And then they talk about how excited they are to be in the finale. And then yeah. they go to the, um, then they go outside and they go to the, they get the challenge, which they already know what it's going to be. Yeah. Then they go back it, into the, the boudoir and they talk about how they're excited to win. It's the same and, challenge that's been for the past two seasons. Yeah. And they talk about how they're excited to win and how they want to win. And then they start working on their, uh, drawings, which mm-hmm. are the worst drawings I've ever seen, and then they start working, and then they leave, mm-hmm. and then they come back, 
And then they start working on their drawings the stuff again. And then Marcella goes, uh, speaking of, uh, this is paraphrasing, speaking of tough decisions, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of tough decisions, this is my accent of hers. Speaking of tough decisions, uh, Lanny, you were saying something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Possibly sometime in the late, later last year, I saw something on your Instagram, and then Landon had to like decipher yeah, what that yeah. was and be like, "Oh, this is the moment I talk about my tongue cancer." Yeah. <laughs> um. So what? So what? Oh so what did God. you think about that? Were you moved by that story? Were you, were you sad? I thought it was. I thought it was sad. Yeah, when she talked about how she had to leave messages for her fans and her mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. And then I thought it was I th- but I also thought it was a little heartwarming. I liked how she talked about how she got the the a diagnosis like weeks uh you know, she had just met her wife or mm-hmm. I think she, yeah, she had just been dating her wife for a little bit and mm-hmm. so <clears throat> her first diagnosis, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought it was look, I she seems like a very she seems pr- like a private person, but I w- I did think it was very. Um, I thought she told it in a very sweet, kind way, and I did think it was funny when she said that, you know, a lesbian losing her tongue is is really upsetting or something. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Let me so. ask you a question. You know, like gay guys are like really attracted to um, like big dicks. Are, as a lesbian, do you get attracted? You personally, because I don't want you to speak for all lesbians. Do you get a- attracted to like the length or girth of a woman's tongue? Um, no, because I'm not. Look, I I don't get me wrong. Like I I like I'll have sex, but I'm more of a giver. Like I don't like having somebody doing stuff to me. Mm-hmm. I have to be really into it. Like my girlfriend, the one that that I'm dating right now, is the first person that I've ever like really been comfortable with with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um. So no, <clears throat> no. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm more into stuff that would attract me as far as like me doing stuff to them. So like hair, long hair that I can pull, yeah, or um, you know, a nice butt or boobs mm-hmm. or yeah. legs or you know, mm-hmm. hands. <laughs> I'm just naming body parts now. Is there a if they have body a part nose? Like yeah, like like what about like the the crease on their arm? Um. I get really into necks. Do you really? I like necks. Yeah, I think Landon Sider has a really good neck. Oh yeah, but you Landon Sider doesn't do it for you, huh? Not really, no. Interesting. But I will say this: I I kind of want to be I want to be like her, but mm-hmm. not date her. You know? Yeah. You yeah. know how you meet people that you're like, oh, I I like her as like a person mm-hmm. that I'd like to like. Mm-hmm. I think she's cool. I'd like mm-hmm. to be have her confidence. Yeah. Um. So. That's and and also I think she has really nice eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. Very good. All right. Let's talk, Laurie, about um, the actual flourish or the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. Let's talk about the flourish. Now they had to deliver three looks. They had to deliver glamour, filth, and horror. Okay. And they had each had to tell a story. Yes, and they each had to tell a story. Glamour, the first one that was Dahlia Black, she came out in this gorgeous, like, black ball gown. She has on, like, I don't know what you would call it. It's essentially the, the same as, like, a leotard, but for the, her upper body. 
and it's all in white, and she's painting her face white. She kind of looks like if like a of a, of a dead person was in a fancy gown, right? A fancy ball, a fancy ball. What yeah. were your thoughts on Dahlia Black's look? Um, I thought it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. I love the necklace. I thought the necklace was a good look. I thought it was it was very um, very Dahlia Black. I thought it was a good first entrance. Where I felt like she entered in and said, you know, oh, this is this is me. Obviously, this is my character. But I don't feel like it really had a story. Mm-hmm. And also, I kind of felt like, again, even though it is something that's very her, it's also kind of something that's not necessarily the most unique or, fl- you know, it doesn't really like, it's not like a wow. Even though it's glamorous, mm-hmm. I feel, here's the thing. I feel like glamour might have not been the best thing to start with. Mm-hmm. But, um... I feel like she didn't really come out with like a bang, you know? So I would say this was like my second favorite of this, of this category. All right. Very good. Uh, who was your, who was your number one favorite for this category? Yeah. Uh, Priscilla. Oh, interesting. Why is that? I thought Priscilla killed it. Tell me about it. Priscilla, felt- Priscilla had like a tribute to her drug addiction, and she had like pill bottles on her and pills for necklaces. And uh, tell us, go go ahead. And she also had like vomit, mm-hmm. but it was like rhinestones. And look, I thought it was first off, it, it was glamour, mm-hmm. but it told the story right away. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I just really I thought it looked great on her. I thought mm-hmm. her makeup was great. I really felt like this was this is probably in my opinion one of her best, probably her best outfit. That oh, I've seen wow. her wear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I really I really liked this outfit. I thought she did an amazing job. I was actually shocked when she was talking about the outfit, and when she was showing her weird drawing that she mm-hmm. did. Yeah. And then I was like, "This is gonna. This is not gonna be great." Yeah. But then when she came out, I was like, "Oh, this is this is really great." Mm-hmm. Okay, so then how would you rank? The the uh, sorry, Landon Sider came out in like a glittery top hat. I, I'm a ringleader at uh, a, a school for lesbians. What what uh, what, what were your yeah. thoughts on Landon Sider's look? It was like a weird Michael Jackson kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. I thought was like ill advised. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I didn't like it. I thought it was first off, it's she even though even though he's a obviously it's a a woman dressed as a man okay mm-hmm. and there's you know there's a oh god i'm getting to filth right now and i gotta um change it because i'm gonna start throwing up um even though the, it's a woman dressed as a, a man mm-hmm. there's still like men still can have curves yeah and i feel like this silhouette sort of just like totally destroyed all mm-hmm. of the curves that um that uh uh he he had Mm -hmm. and then also there was really no story Mm -hmm. like i felt like he just did a lot of pointing yeah to nothing Mm -hmm. and then i i honestly as somebody as as a contestant who's done a great job at telling stories Mm -hmm. this was probably the worst outing i've seen him do and this was the first one Mm -hmm. so i was actually shocked that this was his first outing yeah. You know what's so funny? Because it is the first drag queen. I'm sorry, sorry, drag king on a drag competition show. Like, yes, the the sort of the onus is on you to fucking bring it. But also you have the luxury 
of being the first one that you can do whatever you want, right? Here's what I mean. Like, you know, like an I Love Lucy episodes, if anyone tried to do any of those plot lines, they would seem ridiculous because they're like, okay, we've seen this a million times. You know, like, oh, yeah. you're fighting with Ricky, so you're going to split the apartment down the middle, and one has a kitchen and one doesn't, you know, that whole thing. But, like, when you are first, you get to do that, and you get to be, you know, the first person to do this, so it's new. So what I'm saying with Landon is Landon could have actually probably knocked it out of the ballpark if he had done some sort of just like classic tuxedo with like a top hat, maybe gone like the almost like a dead person, but like almost old school, like maybe a thin mustache, top hat, cane, which is so obvious and on the nose. But since we haven't seen a drag king, here's his opportunity to do that for glamour, you know? Yeah. And he could have done that and just, and that would have been, that probably, look, he won anyway, but that would have put him over the top, uh, maybe even winning the whole, that that round. Yeah. Does that make sense? So how do you, how do you rank the glamour? Um, I would say Priscilla first, mm-hmm. Dahlia second, mm-hmm. Landon third. See, I am slightly different from you. I, I love Dahlia's look. I would put that first, then I would put Priscilla second, and then I'd put Landon's third. All right, let's move on to filth. Uh, first one out the gate, I believe, was Priscilla Chambers. Uh, Priscilla Chambers. Now, Lori, you now you 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 can't talk much about it, right? Because you didn't watch it. It was too gross. I to can't. You. I can't watch it. Yeah, it's just gross. it's just too gross. It's okay. too gross. So uh, yeah. So I'll just do. I'll take the lead fear for you. Okay. I'm so, gonna. Turn, take off my headphones so you can Why? explain what's happening. Because I know you want to talk about what happened, and I just can't even hear what happened. Lord, I'm not going to talk about what happened. I'm going to say that Priscilla came out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try and keep it not as gross as possible. Okay. 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 I don't trust you, but okay. I don't know why you don't trust me. She came out. She was sort of like the, your typical, what some would call, let's say, a person of lower socioeconomic you know, status in the caucasian community okay she was a hillbilly you don't have to be that overdone i'm just gonna say Mm, i'm not gonna use the h word you can because you're white oh my god but i'm not gonna use the h word (sighs) okay anyway um and uh had a plate full of hot dogs and other food that she squished with her toes is that too much i think it was anything called eves oh my god no what what's going on? Eve just t- said something in the chat room. That Why are you don't look rough. at the chat room? Don't look Ugh, at the chat room. I'm not gonna look at. Thank you for ruining it. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, a bucket that spelled <clears throat> chili, and I don't know if it was misspelled on purpose, but they spell. Uh, she spelled it C H I L L I. Okay, which is not how chili spelled, but uh, and then does a bunch of gross things. Then you have Land Insider. Did, did you watch Land Insiders? No. Okay, you could have done that. You could do that one. All Landon does is he's in underwear in his male illusion. He has dandruff in his hair. He's scratching his balls a lot. He has a sex doll that he tries to make out with, and you see an array of sex toys. And then he like, um, I so the part where he pees in a cup and I believe pours it on himself. I thought that's why. Was that too? He didn't drink it. I don't. Maybe I don't think he drank it. Um, but he poured it on himself. It's not real urine, Lori. Okay, calm down. And then I'm uh, sure, I, 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 got I this, don't want to know there was, anymore. There was a hole in Landon's butt, but that they didn't show anything with it. So I'm thinking something happened that they didn't show. Okay. 
Okay. And then with Dahlia, I think you can handle Dahlia's. Dahlia's, in fact, because that's the disappointing part about Dahlia's, a lot of people point out that Dahlia's look was not filth at all, but rather horror, right? Dahlia I'd be com- happy. I'm happy with Dahlia's, to be honest with you. Did you see Dahlia's? I was like, ugh, I can't even talk did- about how much I didn't want to talk about. Did you see Dahlia's? Yeah, that one's. Uh, I saw a little bit of Dahlia's, yeah. Dahlia comes out with a fake baby and then just kills the baby. Yeah, then, well, like, she's being a Baba Yaga, which, again, I, w- I would agree, I guess. What's a Baba the, Yaga? What is that? Baba Yaga is a uh, Russian... Isn't that Taylor's a, husband? What? Isn't that Taylor's husband? <laughs> Baba Yaga is a... Um, it's a Russian folklore of a, uh old witch who lives in, in the forest. Mm-hmm. Who... Um, she actually gets around by you know those um i forgot what they're called but you know the they're uh those things that you mash you used to mash guacamole with mm-hmm. um she gets around by uh it's like a large one and she takes the stick part and she twirls around like a helicopter mm-hmm. and she gets around by that oh really? so um anyways she eats children Mm-hmm. She has a house made of bones, mm-hmm. and uh, she just does a bunch of terrible shady stuff. Okay. But yeah, that's about right. it. Um, okay. So then... Um, <clears throat> it's essentially like a, a folklore to be like, for kids to be like, don't don't mess up or I'm going to tell Baba Yaga that yeah. you're, you know, I'm going to send you to Baba Yaga. All right. So, so very good. So that I like that. Okay. So that... so. So in in my personal ranking, Priscilla wins hands down for filth. Hands down. No one comes close. Uh, then Landon is second, and then Dahlia is third because what she did wasn't even filth. It was just horror. Okay? Yeah. All right. Then finally we have horror. Uh, start. My girlfriend, I had my girlfriend watch the, mm-hmm. and she said that she thought Land, Landon did the, the better she said Landon and Priscilla, but then she said she liked Landon's a little bit more because she felt like it had a story. Uh, Priscilla's was fucking disgusting. Okay. Larry, horror. First one out uh, of the gate, I believe, is Priscilla again, actually. And she's some sort of like, she has, like, I, it's, the, the face looks so real on her, the mask. That I thought it was Dahlia at first. Yeah, me too. And then she comes out and she peels her face off and we find out it's Priscilla Chambers. And then she has like demon wings. It's just sort of some winged, bald demon. What were your thoughts on Priscilla Chambers' horror look? I gotta be honest. I felt like mm-hmm. if she had kept the mask on, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. I felt like taking the mask off didn't wasn't necessarily the best move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was my second favorite okay um i thought that uh uh dahlia's was my favorite by far All so right. very good uh, oh yeah dahlia to me wins the whole thing so dahlia came out and she had like basically uh a face full of faces you know that was her real face but then like yeah. on each side of her like if you imagine you got your face as a cube on each side of the cube was another face and it was frightening to look at they look like dead it's very very creepy look it looked fantastic and uh yeah and i agree with you with an amazing look landon came out now landon had the strongest story in that landon is the tin man hacking dorothy to death and then eats uh her heart uh what were your thoughts on that one 
Um, I didn't think I thought the costume was good. I just didn't think it was horror to the point yeah. that everybody else was doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's also it's one of those things where I feel like they need to start reading the room. I mean, if you're in a if you're in a room where somebody's making like a literal skin suit and you're like, <laughs> I'll dress up as the Tin Man, like yeah. maybe change your mind. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't I just didn't really like here's the thing i i i know it sounds stupid but i i'm i am happy that uh um uh landon won i'm very happy that landon won yeah but i i think if you went purely based off the finale Mm -hmm. priscilla would win oh really i disagree with you i think if you went purely based off the finale dahlia would win really yes i think I love Dahlia's glamour look, and I love Dahlia's horror look. I thought Priscilla's glamour look was great, and I thought Priscilla's uh, ho- um, uh, horror look was good. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, I'm being told I didn't watch it, and I couldn't watch it because when mm-hmm. I first started, I was like, this is going to gross me out. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I heard that her hor- her filth was pretty good, mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, you know. I don't know, but here's the thing. I just think I just think that uh, she she really shone mm-hmm. on on this uh, on on this finale. Okay, let's say that each win is worth fifty points. Okay, for each episode, and let's say because it's the finale, you know how like a final it'll be worth you know more, and because there were three looks, let's say that was worth hundred and fifty points. Okay, uh huh. If Dahlia won at least two, ep- you know. Uh, challenges at least two okay so that puts her at 100 points for in my book that puts her at 400 points because i think she wins twice okay priscilla how many times did priscilla win just once yeah i think so uh-huh. so she's at 100 points and then let's say she wins one 150 but by your book she's still at 200 right uh-huh landon did she have enough points wise to overcome she might have actually no, because she didn't win any of those finale looks. I don't know. I mean, like, yes. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't mind people taking the the whole totality of the season, okay, and using it to judge. Because, honestly, that's kind of what happened last year. In my book, Victoria Elizabeth Black or James Majesty won that finale, right? But Bitch Pudding got the, the, the title. And um, the same thing here is that... Um, that I, I, yes, either Dolly or Priscilla won that finale, but throughout the season, Landon has just fucking brought it, even when she didn't win. Like, so I'm fine with it, but the problem I have is that the, at the top, when they're bringing on the floor show, the Boulay brothers say that it's anybody's game, so it's all down to this finale. Yeah. You know? Uh, and well, that's, it wasn't. I think that's the thing. It reminds me. See, um, reality show competitions remind me a lot of improv auditions, and I know it's going to seem weird, but trust me. Um, Where a lot of times you already know Mm because you've seen the people going Mm -hmm. in how it's going to be, or what how they're going to do, and so for the most part, there's really not a lot of upsets. I remember one time there was a team that was auditioning to be a house team at a at a theater, and the Mm -hmm. artistic director loved them. Mm -hmm. and he basically was like 
unless they shit the bed, I'm voting them to be a house team. Mm-hmm. And they shat the bed so hard. Like, it was the worst improv show I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, really? Yeah, it was so bad. To the point where, like, the the performers were like, we know this is bad. Like, they were like, we, we're sorry we're doing this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they broke the fourth wall to apologize. Yeah. Um, and afterwards, after after they left, he turns to the uh, everybody and goes, okay, they shat the bed, but I'm still picking them to be a house <gasps> Oh, really? Yeah, because he loved them so much. So I think there's just a thing where sometimes you just go like, look, this person overall. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing is, do you pick based off of the uh, actual show, the finale, or do you mm-hmm. pick based off the entire accumulation of the show? Yeah. Because if you pick based off the entire accumulation of the show, yes, Landon deserves to win. Mm-hmm. I think if you pick based solely off the finale, mm-hmm. Priscilla deserves to win. Yeah. And so, but sometimes that's tough because then it's like, then if you're doing that, then anybody could do that. Also, mm-hmm. it's one of the, any, it's like a wild card scenario. So mm-hmm. then it's sort of like, well, why even try and, you know, do well throughout the entire competition mm-hmm. when you could essentially just like kind of be mediocre and then at the end really bring it and then win, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, there are i think that um also i think that landon was coming up against a thing where she had or, he had already done such good work mm-hmm. that everything he do, he did in the finale was going to be judged based off of what he's done before yeah you know so i think that when you get to that priscilla i feel like hasn't really done a lot of great things mm-hmm. so the fact that she came out in an outfit that looked presentable mm-hmm. to me was like a win so you know but here's the deal here's the thing this is an argument that has happened on RuPaul's Drag Race. It was sort of the argument for season nine because you had Sasha Velour who did okay, right? Enough to make it to the top four. But it was really Shea Coulee and Trinity Taylor, but specifically Shea Coulee, who was just crushing it every single fucking week. Now, in yeah. years prior, up to season nine, Shea Coulee would just walked away with the prize. But they, that's when they, that's the year they changed it up and made the lip sync for the crown. So essentially now it's really about that finale. And the, the season is working up to the lip sync for the crown. You're just trying to, how you, once you get to the lip sync for the crown, for the most part, uh, it's not necessarily always true, but for the most part, you're just trying to buy a ticket. To, it's, it all bets are off once you get to the finale. Okay. You yeah. don't think that that can be this type of thing for the, you don't think it should be or can be this type of thing for the Dragula finale? I don't know. You know, I think it's it's one of those things where I think then you come into like a thing where then it, it look, I think if you do it, it's um damned if you do damned if you don't cuz I think mm-hmm. if you do it obviously if you do it the way they did it where they take the accumulation of the show, mm-hmm. the finale is boring. That's just fact. And the finale was boring. Mm-hmm. And be, I mean, the looks were good. Mm-hmm. The looks were great. Yeah. But the finale was boring because mm-hmm. everybody knew that, that Landon was going to win. Yeah. And Landon won. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even really a, a lot of fanfare. I mean, they just kind of walked out and they said, and the winner is Landon. Like mm-hmm. they just did that. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if you do that, then the finale is boring. Now, if you do it the other way, mm-hmm. where you have it, where the the it's all based off of that episode, mm-hmm. so no matter what happens, you could win 
you could win the the last three episodes and if you're in the bottom this episode then you, you know you could be and you could be eliminated and you're going to mm-hmm. get eliminated mm-hmm. then that would mean that the exterminations actually have to mean a goddamn thing yeah. so they have to i would say let's first make sure that they make those exterminations actually mean something mm-hmm. and then we can get to the finale but if you do it that way where each episode is based solely on the on on themselves and not on anything previously mm-hmm. then it kind of makes the beginning a little boring because then people are just sort of not really doing anything. They're just sort of waiting for the ones who are not necessarily the, um, you know, the cream of the crop to sort of die off. So then what's and the then answer? What? What's the answer? I don't know. The answer is I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what should be done. I mean, that, I think that is the big quagmire for reality competition shows is whether or not they have it be based solely on the episode or solely or accumulation of each of each episode. All right. Well, are you ultimately are you satisfied that Land Insider won the season? I am. Yeah, because I think overall in mm-hmm. the accumulation of the episode, he's he was the one who did, you know, the best. Now, personally, mm-hmm. I would have preferred if Hollow or Eva Destruction had won, mm-hmm. but obviously they got voted they got exterminated. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't say, it. but those those were the two that I I wish would have mm-hmm. gone to the finale and won. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I I I also one another thing about the show that I wish would have happened was I wish they would have let said if there was a second or third place mm-hmm. because I felt like that should have been done just because I feel like it would have been nice to see either Dahlia or mm-hmm. um, Priscilla realize that they got. You know, like, hey, you didn't win, but you got second place. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, what did you think? Um, yes, the right person won, but I guess ultimately, I'm not happy about how we got there. Does that yeah. make sense? And so, uh, yeah, that's sort of the problem. All right, guys. Well, Lori, you have to get to your training session. Um, couple of final things. One more final thing. First of all, bravo to the Boulet brothers for a, for the most part, stellar season of Dragula, uh, season three. I know there's a lot of disagreement. Some people think season two is better, but I'm strongly in the season three is better camp. Uh, very special yeah. thanks to my pal Lowry Rockingcamp for being here along the way with me, Lowry. It's been it's been a, a, a hell of a year with us with with Dragula because we've been doing this for the better part of 365 days. So uh, thank you for being yeah. here with me. I'm excited. I mean, I hope that they come out with another season sooner mm-hmm. than two years. Yeah. And then to all of you listening, like we said, Lori and I will start uh, recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 whenever that starts to come out. They haven't announced the premiere date for that yet, but you'll be have Lori Roggenkamp and Joe Batanz once again at least for eight weeks in your uh, iPhones or wherever you get your podcasts every week. So until then, that's going to do it for this season of Hello Uglies. Be sure to follow and find me and Lori over at RuPaul's Drag Race Recap uh, download. We'll probably put the first episode here to remind you. But uh, And by the way, also, please, please, please go to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review for Hello Ugly. Say some nice things to us. Lori will read them. I won't because I read no reviews. You can read it. You can say anything about me if you want. Or Joe, and I'll read it. Yeah. I just and I'll do a reviews. voice if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but until then, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself, shut up.
Camp hosts her own podcast, and they're all a part of the Bloody Podcast Network. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast.